Hi everyone and welcome to the Digitize Diaries, your one-stop conversational platform for frank and open communication around the digitization process. Each episode we deep dive into examples, experience and learnings from experts in the field as well as expanding on our own journey so far. A safe environment to discuss the future of commerce and the role technology will play in it for your business. Now let's jump right in to the conversation. Hello and welcome to the first episode of the Digitize Diaries. My name is Wayne Denner. I'm one of your hosts today. I'm delighted to be here with my co-host, Barry Cummins, talking all things digital transformation. Now, we are huge fans of digital transformation, how it helps shape and impact businesses. And more and more businesses are starting to look for more innovative and digital ways to improve their services, uh, to increase their profit margins. And we're seeing lots of introductions to technology across many different aspects of business. But before we get into what's coming up on this episode of the podcast, uh, I want to say a huge hello uh, to my co-host, Barry. Very welcome along to episode one. Indeed. Thanks, Wayne. It's a real pleasure to be here and uh, get this going and uh, have a chat about all things digitization, digitalization, um, and, uh, you know, optimization, I suppose, from that side of things. And uh, hopefully expand on a little bit of our journey so far um, around this particular area. But also then I think more importantly is that we want to talk to experts in their field. You know, we've got a few people lined up that are heavily involved in the the digital transformation area. It's become somewhat of a topical uh, keyword phrase, if you like, and it's been thrown around a lot. And there's all sorts of different interpretations of it. Uh, What we are aiming to do, I think, um, you know, when we thought about doing this was to, to shine a light on each and every one of those angles, because I think it's also very important to understand that whilst there is a definition of digitization, um, every company and every organization is approaching it slightly differently. And, uh, and so we wanted to tap into that really and, and, and have those discussions and, uh, and really expand upon it and share any, any of our learnings along the way, uh, but also the experience of those that are already heavily involved in helping these businesses take what they've got, look at it, evaluate it and transform it uh, to to be a really integral part of the the digital uh, the digital era because we know from uh, you know a lot of our discussions so far that there's there's a lot of organizations that are um, I don't want to say falling behind when it comes to technology and the ability to to leverage it and so hopefully some of these conversations will provide some of the insights the education around what's going on why it's beneficial um, and how in some cases it's essential you know, for, for the constant update of your business, your organization, um, and the ability to stay up to speed with that all important customer, because they're going more and more digital as it were. Um, and when I say customer, it's internal and external, you know, uh, employees as well, and, and the ability to perform their roles within the business, um, by levering technology, leveraging technology, sorry. Yeah. And there's been huge growth, already in in business uh, 
transformation, more and more businesses are looking for innovative ways to embrace uh, digital technologies within their companies, within their organizations. And in, on this episode today, we're going to talk a little bit about some examples of that that's already starting to filter through uh, into different sectors. Um, and some people will think, you know, digital is really not going to touch my sector, but it's probably going to touch every sector uh, in some shape or form. Uh, and if we think of our own experience over the past number of years, and we're going to talk a little bit later on about Cobabble uh, and how it's uh, being used uh, by a number of companies at the moment to help those companies embark on those digital transformation journeys. From your perspective, what are we hoping to achieve with, with this podcast? We're hoping to give businesses the opportunity to learn a little bit more, but we're, we're going to take it a little bit further than that. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's about learning, but it's also about um, seeing where technology like Cobabble can really come into your uh, into your lives in, in terms of businesses, but also in terms of your personal lives. We will we'll explore the whole gamut when it comes to that. I think that the whole point of this um, this ex exploration into doing these podcasts and these these um, these kind of sessions is to is to really also get the feedback from the real world. You know, a big part of this is that interactive nature that um, because it's so topical, people have lots of questions. It's for us to learn as well, you know, that there's companies out there, there's people in the midst of a, you know, digital transformation project, for example, and and they're sort of sat there thinking, I'm not really sure what's going on here. <laughs> um, and, and maybe they want to ask questions that maybe we are able to expand upon or more likely some of our guests will be able to say, oh, well, you know, we, we did this with XYZ company. This is exactly what happened. And these were the outcomes. And this is how we could combat it. And so it's this sharing of, of knowledge, almost that communal approach um, to this, uh, to, to hopefully benefit everybody and anybody because it's, it's this uh, this juggernaut that's happening and whether you are you know at the forefront of it or you're sort of trailing behind at some point in the very near future, it's going to be a big part of your world. And uh, the more that we can know about it, uh, the more that we can discuss it openly, uh, the more that we can learn from other people's experience, um, then perhaps the better off we can all be. Exactly. And if you're joining us today on the live podcast, a big hello to you. Uh, hello to Giovanni. Uh, hello, Giovanni. Thanks for joining us today on LinkedIn. Much appreciated. If you do have any comments, Giovanni, any anything that you want to share uh, with us today on the episode, please do. Giovanni did post there now to say that digitization was our largest earner in 2000. 2020 to 2021. So many companies are starting, Barry, to reap some of the benefits when it comes to digital transformation. Because let's be honest, we, when we've talked about this before, there's a little bit of fear when it comes to digital technologies. I mean, we were here this morning uh, trying to get this uh, all set up using digital <laughs> technology and my HDMI connector went down. We were trying to hook up different components just to get everything working. And, you know, at certain points we're like, wow, there's a lot of work involved in this. And you can see, even if you're a small business, there might be a little bit of concern. People might be a little bit fearful uh, embarking on that digital transformation journey. But what I find as well, Barry, it doesn't need to be a huge change that you're making it could be an, a small change within your business that could have the huge impact. Yeah, definitely. And I think that's perhaps one of the the, the best approaches from a small business perspective is, is those small incremental changes that over time end up being a big change. Um, and then, and like I say, we, <laughs> we've been involved in this kind of industry and, and whether it goes back to our digital marketing days and, you know, affiliate marketing and all this kind of stuff, we're exposed to technology, the physical hardware stuff. And we 
are like, oh, this isn't working. That's not working. Why can't I get that to do what I want it to do? Uh, but then you look at a lot of the businesses out there who are traditionally had a more manual approach to business and, and, and haven't been involved in, in technology in any way. And then somebody comes and says, right, we're going to be a technologically focused company moving forward. We're going to use XYZ systems to streamline this and optimize that. Uh, and like you said, you can just see either the glaze, you know, the eyes glaze over my like, oh, and what he said, or that fear. It's like, oh, and, and, and sometimes that fear is, that's my job. They're, you know, they're going to implement some technology that, that gets rid of my job, and I don't want that. And that, that's when the pushback comes in. It's, oh, well, you know, I was using it yesterday, and it doesn't work very well. It's really, you know, clunky and not very user-friendly, and all the stuff that comes from, from you know, feedback to, to change. And it's usually from that fear-based approach or that lack of understanding that's that, you know what, the technology and, and the systems that we're looking to implement here, they're not to replace you. They're to allow you to actually be more strategic in your job, which hopefully you'll actually enjoy because you won't be having to do a lot of the, the, the labor intensive stuff. There's the systems that can do that for us. Uh, and therefore you can actually focus on being a, a far more, um, you know, valuable member of our organization by doing some more of the, the strategic stuff. And, uh, I, th I think it comes down to as, as many of these things do in our line of work, it comes down to that awareness uh, and somebody actually taking the time to say, look, this is actually what it is. Um, and it's not that big and scary when you actually understand it. And in the end, it can be beneficial for everybody. Completely agree. And I think it's about bringing people along on that journey as well, which is really important. And, and there is, there are individuals, there are companies out there that might be a little bit apprehensive about embarking on this change because it's new. Um, it's like a new frontier for many businesses and organizations. But as you mentioned a couple of moments ago, it's about, you know, educating as well, which is really important. Your, your, your staff first and foremost about the benefits that this is going to have for their company. And it's not about replacement or displacement, uh, or even, you know, people losing their jobs. Um, it's about trying to find more effective ways to streamline efficiency and processes within organizations and look for ways that the technology then is going to enhance what that employee is doing as well, which is a huge component, digital transformation. And the interesting thing uh, about digital in general, you know, over 91% of businesses are actually engaged in some form of digital initiative. So that's really positive in the sense. And we hear lots of talk on the media. We hear lots of talk online about AI and the impact that AI is going to have as well. A lot of talk about the metaverse at the moment. And we're seeing lots of exciting things coming down the tracks. And that's been happening for a number of years. But let's talk a little bit about COVID-19 and how that has actually fast-tracked a lot of the digital trans transformation that we're actually seeing across the world. Now you're based in, in Dubai, Barry. There's a lot of digital transformation that's been happening in that part of the world for the past number of years. Whenever you go into office blocks, for example, there may not be a receptionist there. There could be a robot. You could be checking yourself in. Um, and we're starting to see much more of that now in the UK and Ireland when you go to McDonald's. And we're going to talk about McDonald's later on. Uh, you're going into McDonald's and you're using a self-service kiosk. But what are some of the transformation that you're seeing, Barry, in your 
your part of the world. Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, it's really interesting over here in the UAE because we are really pushing forward with a lot of, of these things. There's initiatives in place from the government um, to be fully uh, digital and digitized. Uh, so to your point there, even during COVID, I think it was just as COVID was coming to an end, or maybe even just as it was starting, either way, it was actually going into one of the government offices to try and um, pay the what's called DEWA, so the, the, the electricity and water bill effectively. And I think we were moving house at that point. And so I was trying to figure out how we could um, transfer the the account. So I went into the physical office and lovely you know office and walked in and there was a security guy there and said, oh, um, I said, oh, I need to talk to somebody about this. And he pointed me towards a desk and I went to the desk and sat down and opposite me was a screen. And the, the, the lady that was helping me was on her screen, I assume working from home or somewhere else because of the COVID distancing and so forth. And so I sat there and showed her what I needed to be done. She said, yep, yeah, and she's talking to me. And we got it all done. And and I sort of was in the middle of it. And I thought, huh, this is really interesting uh, in terms of that. And then you've got, you know, the expo site. There's robots all around there doing certain things and interacting, um, which is really cool and exciting. But as, as we said before, some people get a little bit freaked out about it and think, oh, you know, the machines are coming. They're going <laughs> to take over. And they're, they're, we're so close to them being sentient and thinking for themselves. And I think that that's also a big part of what we wanted to do with the digitized diaries is to try and dispel some of the myths um, that, that are out there that are causing some of the fear um, and, and just expand on those because I think there's there's loads of benefits to this and, and we aren't at the age of robots taking over Terminator style um, just yet. And there's, there's lots that can be done in between time before we, we get to that stage as it were. Yeah, absolutely. And, and again, that education remains really important about getting the right information out to people about that digital transformation, how it's going to impact them, but also really making sure that people are aware of the benefits because we've already seen lots of benefits in healthcare, for example, there have been huge amount of advances because of digital transformation. And we're going to continue to see that. And many health services around the world are actually struggling. So it's going to be interesting to see where the digital transformation piece really tries to help with the backlog of waiting lists, for example, in the UK, which is spiraling out of control because there's just not enough physical humans there to be able to complete the scans or to be able to look over the 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 x-ray reports so maybe there's an opportunity there for technology to be able to analyze some of that of course you know with human intervention that's really important and we want the human uh, and the machine uh, to be working side by side and i think that's really important we had an interesting comment in from one of our linkedin viewers today uh, you can work along you can work alongside the tech and grow in your job but if you don't you will be left behind and that's that's a really interesting point that many companies and organizations now are expecting employees to work alongside the technology and also grow with the technology and learn. And, you know, continuous learning is really important as well when it comes to digital transformation, looking for new ways to do things within your company and your organization. And, and that was a great example that you mentioned uh, earlier on about the uh, the check-in at the, uh, at the reception. Um, and we're seeing that here in the UK and Ireland already. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and it's only going to serve, it's going to happen more and more, you know, and uh, I think to the point that was made there by uh, one of our, our um, you know, attendees that you, you can make a decision now and it is your decision is to, to say, you know, I'm going to push back against this or I'm going to do nothing. Um, and very quickly, you know, we said, okay, thank you very much. Here's the door or you can embrace it. And, uh, and I think a big part of 
what we wanted to do with the digitized diaries. It, it taps into both of our um, requirement for education, I think, both our own education, but you know, a big part of what we do uh, in a, on a daily basis with the, the cyber safety stuff that we do is imparting knowledge to try and in, increase the level of education awareness around these things so that there's less of fear uh, amongst it. And, and then it was a natural transition into the whole digitization process in business because we were starting to see the same thing there where people were pushing back uh, against this um, and and very fearful of it as opposed to seeing it as an opportunity which is what it is it is a huge opportunity and it's it's sort of echoed in some of the stuff that we say when we're talking to, to children and to parents is that the, the longer that you push back against it the further behind you're going to get and the harder it is going to be to then catch up again and unfortunately the pace at which things are moving these days it's very unlikely that you're going to be given that second chance to catch up it's going to be a case of okay thanks very much bye bye um, and and then you're going to be left floundering little bit. And I think that if the more that we can help people understand that there's an opportunity here, you may see this as, okay, AI is going to be taking over my job. And if that's the case, it may be that that job can be done by a machine, but that's not going to be happening for a while. So in between time, you've got a chance to say, okay, it's happening. Um, what am I going to do about it? Can I retrain? Can I... Can I learn more about it? Can I get involved with it so that as and when my job does become obsolete? Because there will be some, let's be honest about it, there will be some um, that you already, yeah, great. I, I've actually moved on. I've retrained myself and now I'm programming parts of the AI that were doing my old job. And, you know, just things like that, where they can see an opportunity to progress themselves um, and not sort of stand by the wayside. Like, oh, yeah, the machines are coming. Everything's going digital. These processes are automated, et cetera, et cetera. Which actually, when you think about it from the business perspective, th that's what we want. We, we want to have a lean, mean fighting machine of a business, which means if we can save time and costs by using and leveraging the technology, most businesses are going to do that and uh, and and why not but as you said before it's also we're saying yes but we're not saying that we're going to become this faceless tech organization there's always going to be that human element it's just what we are doing as that human element um will hopefully be uh, perhaps a little bit more of a strategic approach to certain things or just adding that human touch literally into certain things at an appropriate point whereby technology machine ai has done 70% of it. And then the human comes in to say, okay, well, now this is the bit where I'll take you by the hand and show you. And people go, oh, phew. But we can get more done because 70% of the equation has been taken over by the machine. And now we, as the human resource, are able to do more of the, the stuff that, that sort of the, the touch points that matter uh, from a human perspective. Absolutely. And one of the things that I love about the conversations that we're going to be having on this particular podcast is we're going to be looking at it from the small business perspective, which I think is really important because there are many small businesses out there. And one of the things that I often find really challenging in my own business, because it was a small business, the ability to get things done, because the list is ever expanding all the time. And if I can use automation within my own business, an example of that is my email marketing. You know, it's set up, there's different triggers happening when you join an email list and, and that all goes off and it does its own thing. The social media for the lot of the point is, is automated as well, which frees me up to do other things. Absolutely. And, and this is just being aware of that. We do it for CoBabble. We, we have a, you know, a system in the background where we, we're able to spend the time doing this, creating the content that we then want to push out there. And we leverage the technology to push it out there so that we aren't sitting there going, oh, blimey, there's like six platforms. I'm going to have to do this, do this, do that. You program the technology and the technology 
takes care of the rest. Uh, and, and again, like you said, it's just a perfect example of how we can use it to our best advantage in a small business. Because again, resonating completely is like you take one hat off, put the other hat on, take that one off and put the other one back on. And it's constant. And, uh, you know, having been in discussions with my coach, I said, okay, well, when's enough enough as a business owner? Because it's never enough. There's always something else that needs doing. So then what we can do is say, right, well, in this list of 10 million things that need to be done, can I allocate some of it to technology? Can I digitize some of these processes so that I can then spend the time either doing some of the essential stuff that needs doing or more likely or ideally the stuff I like doing, you know, that, that I enjoy doing. And then some form of AI machine learning technology can take care of another bit of it that allows me just to carry on uh, with this bit. And I'm sure that there's lots of content creators out there saying, yeah, exactly. I love creating the content. I'm not so keen on the post-production editing, which, you know, takes up three much, three times as much time. If there was some technology out there that could help me with some of the things, i.e. the templates and some of the, the, um, you know, the, the processes you can build into things like some of the, um, the uh, video editing tools. Like I'll take it any day of the week because it frees up some time to go and do some of the stuff that I enjoy doing. And that's the huge opportunity I find for small businesses. And that's why this podcast has come about. We want to shine the spotlight in on best practices. We want to shine the spotlight in on examples of what other companies, small businesses, entrepreneurs are doing when it comes to digital transformation. It's really helping grow their business because that's really important because, you know, it can be challenging. It can, can be difficult. It's a very uncertain business climate out there at the moment. We've just come through COVID-19. So there's still a lot of uncertainty about the place, particularly with small business owners as well. So finding ways to be more efficient, to use technology and be able to plug in different technology tools into your business that help you get the results that you want to be getting from your business is really important. Now, there's been something, I don't know if you, I'm sure you have seen it. It's been all over social media. The whole idea of chat G, what's it? Chat, chat GBT, GPT, GPT. That's exactly it. And it has been, it has been banded around at the moment as a game changer. And I see a lot of marketing people in particularly getting really excited about it because you can use this piece of technology now to help with your content creation. So that's going to be really interesting. Now I've tried to sign up for it several times over the past couple of days and it's just been bombarded. You just can't get into it now because that many people are using it. And I think it's having a huge impact uh, on their own servers where they're trying now to scale up. And I, I heard a report this week, I think that one of the large technology companies is considering investing yeah. uh, into the company. And I heard somebody else saying as well that their, their cloud computing costs alone, Barry, are astronomical <laughs> at the moment. I bet they are. Cause like you said, I managed to get on to it and, and have a go with it and think, yeah, this is, it is a game changer. It's perhaps as is tend to be the case, it's been blown out of proportion in terms of how much of a game changer, because there are limits to the artificial intelligence in terms of what it can and can't do. But on the face of it, when you log in and you say, right, well, write me a report about, um, you know, climate change in the Middle East and you just watch it start wow. and you're like, oh, oh, okay. And even if, you know, it creates a paragraph, you think, Great. That's a paragraph that I didn't have to do. I can use that in my blog post, my video can yeah. be part of my script for my, my vlog, whatever it is. It's, uh, 
it's really interesting. And, and again, but it's really interesting from a positive perspective because you think, right, well, I can do more. Right. And now people are going to say, yeah, but it's not authentic. It's not you doing this. It's, I think, well, we've got to see how we can build this into that process um, because it's more and more of it's coming. And uh, I think it's Microsoft that have, have put, pitched into OpenAI that, that says, so. you know, effectively it's going to be a billion or 10 billion that they're investing um, to, to own it, which again, now people are saying, oh, well, one of these organizations gets hold of it. Where's it going to go and so forth? But just the premise of what it's offering, um, I think it's really exciting just as the door opening of the door into this this realm. And I think what we're going to see, particularly with that example, Barry, is we're going to see more spin outs. We're going to mm. see a lot more of that type of technology coming into the marketplace uh, and be much more readily available, which is fantastic because once a company like Microsoft comes in behind that, they're going to be looking for ways, obviously, to monetize it, which, you know, all these services have to pay for themselves. We completely understand that. We completely get that. But it's going to be interesting to see off the back of that. And I suspect that there are already developers working at solutions based on just that model and how that's going to help as well. Yeah, definitely. And, and like you say, it just it, it's that snowball effect of once that door's open, more and more people jump onto it, kind of like in the early days of, of WordPress, the whole uh, advantage was, well, there's literally hundreds of thousands of people working on this as open source. So people are updating it all the time. They're innovating it. They're pushing it forwards. And the same thing is going to be happening, with, is happening currently with AI, with all of this stuff that there's, this is that opportunity, I think, that we've kind of referred to a few times that you may well be in a, a role where you can see the end of, of your role. Um, and But I, I think that there's still a ways off and there's an opportunity to say, well, maybe we can get involved in this. And yeah, there's going to be a ton of hard work involved. And then there's going to be a lot of ego bruising of going, geez, I don't get this at all. But if we can keep going through that, then the the opportunity there is, is massive. And, and I think, like you say, it's just going to be one of those growing opportunities for the foreseeable future. Yeah, I definitely think so. And it's going to be exciting to see what comes beyond, what comes behind that now. And I think that's going to be the exciting thing. Cause initially when I heard about it, I got really excited going, wow, this is going to be hugely beneficial for my blog writing. And this is going to really help with my social media content. Wow. And then I went to try and get on it and I couldn't get on it. So it's <laughs> nice to see that you've been able to get in there. And it's like, it, it's interesting. It's fascinating. It, it really is. And I think it's also just trying to help come at it from that perception of, uh, the positive perception rather than the fear-based it's like whoa look at look at what this thing can do and wonder how i can maybe apply it to my business just from a you know as you referenced before just from a small step perspective so, oh well, maybe i could just help it could help me create some of my reports that i need to create in my role i can ask it questions around certain things yes it's just aggregating but that's the same thing as you're going onto google and, and doing it it's just doing it automatically and, and doing it much faster so you could it could help you and you can build out your report with some of these specifics statistics that you've asked for and and so forth and you just actually get a more comprehensive report in a quicker time which is beneficial to you in your specific role and it's beneficial to the business at the end of the day because it's like oh, oh wayne turned that around pretty quick and you're like yep <laughs> using the technology yeah. and, and that's just a very simple simple example of how it, it, it it's going to change things it's going to garner its fans and it's going to garner its haters and, and people are going to, you know, try and tear it down. And same as all the new stuff that's coming through, there's a lot of pushback. There's a lot of, well, how much hot air is it, is it possible? But again, there's a lot of substance behind this because we're seeing it. 
you know, we're seeing these systems being implemented. We're seeing how it's changing the way we approach life. And again, people say, well, is it a good thing because already too much technology, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but again, I think we're, we're way beyond that, that there's no going back unless we have a, you know, a huge electromagnetic pulse comes from some meteor somewhere, takes out all of our uh, energy and communications and we've got to go back to how it was, then then we'll be forced into it. But until such a time, we will be moving forwards with the tech and 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 finding ways to make it benefit our business. And and hopefully what we'll be able to do is share that with, you know, with our, our people that are tuning in, listeners, viewers, by talking to some people that are in it and, and and that they're doing it right now. They're helping businesses who have seen the opportunity and are running at it full speed. Totally. And if you're someone who's listening in or you're picking this up on the replay, definitely um, make sure you keep an eye out. We've got some fantastic conversations lined up over the next couple of weeks. We're going to have some guests coming on. And really what we're going to be trying to do is shine a spotlight in on digital transformation, how it can help your business. And we're going to be looking for ways that you might be able to implement some small uh, but effective uh, digital transformation pieces uh, into your company or your organization. And I think just on that, it's also if anybody's tuning in, like I say, now or on the replay that is involved in digital transformation and that is doing this, we would love to speak with you and, and learn from you and, and help other people that are in you know, soon to be involved in it learn from your experience because we know and we, we were talking to a few people already how how many are involved in it and there's so many different scenarios unfolding that each and every one of you that's involved with in it has got something valuable for someone else to learn from yes and each episode barry we're hoping to take a, an example of a piece of digital transformation that's happening within a company or an organization so what we're going to do now is let's jump in and take a look at an example with a, a well-known global let's like we're going to start global here, but a well-known global brand in relation to how they are embracing digital transformation. Now, we did already mention the said global brand earlier on today in relation to their kiosks. Whenever you go into their fast food restaurants, you pretty much do most of your ordering through the, uh, through the kiosk. But McDonald's have now implemented one of the first all automated, I think it's not fully automated yet, but there's a lot of automation happening within its restaurant in Texas. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, media headlines sensationalized it to say it's the full first fully automated, no human beings involved, but, uh, and they sort of went around, but it is, it's like I say, largely run by technology in that you drive through, um, you make your order, you like you normally would as you do that. But instead of somebody at the window handing you your order, it comes down on this uh, like conveyor belt thing and it's been cooked in the kitchens by the machines and and it gets poked out the window into your car um on on a on a, on a conveyor belt and uh there's still a, a physical building as you can see on the screen there but if you go inside there aren't any people there's a, there's bathrooms um and there's still also the like you referenced those kiosks that you may be familiar with now so you, instead of going as talking to the lady or the guy at the desk, you just plug it all in and it fires it through. And there's a couple of those there, but there's, there's, as this is, there's very few staff in that place, maybe one or two in case something goes wrong. But um, it was really interesting to see when it came out that this was the future for McDonald's or at least something that they're, they're testing uh, to see what the feedback is from, from people. Is it that they, don't like it because there's no human interaction or is it that, you know, I get the food quicker and I'm out of there. And so it's a good thing. Yeah. And I think the goal uh, reading through that article is the goal is to test speed and accuracy. Uh, that seems to be what they're piloting in this 
digital transformation uh, process just to see can they improve the speed and the accuracy of what the, the person's ordering. And, you know, many McDonald's right up and down the country and indeed across the world all have these self-service kiosks enabled. So it's going to be interesting to see if that example in Texas comes to a McDonald's near you. Well, exactly. Yeah. And we'll, we'll be keeping an eye out because if it's going to happen after the US is going to happen here in the UAE or the Middle East. Um, and, uh, and, and I think especially knowing, you know, having been here for, for the last sort of 17, 18 years, it would be widely received positively, you know, but oh, look at this is cool. And people would go to it because it's new. And, and, and but then it would also, as it, as it learns and the accuracy goes up and the speed goes up, McDonald's, I'm sure will be reading about reports, how it's um, increasing their bottom line at the end of the day, which is why they're testing it, of course. Um, but it's, it's, it is fascinating to, to see how some of the, you know, one of the biggest brands in the world is is looking at the digitization piece and and really um, you know approaching it arms open and taking it by both hands and saying okay well what can we do and and do our customers want it I suppose is what will eventually come out of it because there'll be some people saying well no I don't want that and there'll be certain industries where again there's all these idiosyncrasies that have to be taken into consideration but yeah I love reading about these and seeing these things happening because you're like oh that's a pretty interesting way and then you dig deeper into it and you can see how some of the developers and some of the the people behind this are thinking way 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 down the line and, and what's what's actually feasible and possible. Um, and uh, I think that we want to try and just bring it back a little bit to where we are. And as we said before, step by step, help people understand a bit more about it. And more importantly, as an SME, what, what can you implement today or in the very near future that would be beneficial? Totally. And McDonald's understands the importance of customer service. I mean, that is a pillar uh, of what McDonald's stands for, good customer service. And my own local McDonald's here where I live, whenever you go in, there's normally one or two staff members hovering around the kiosk just to make sure if you do run into difficulties, uh, you can get a bit of help and you can get a bit of support. And, and, and so it hasn't become completely automated, but I think you're absolutely right. Um, the Middle East, for sure, will definitely be one of those countries that will be embracing this type of, of, of technology within within fast food restaurants, probably in the not too distant future. Oh, very much so. And, and, and you know, we've already seen the tests of the the, um, the, uh, the drones for people. So the pilotless drones to get people from A to B. And uh, so we see lots of, of these things, which again, are sort of those um, shiny objects of digitization to show the showcase the technology and so forth, which are, are fascinating because you can see where it is. And then I say we can work it back uh, quite a few steps to say, okay, well, what are the smaller steps that could be taken that could potentially just introduce a new technology to a small business, introduce them to an idea that would allow them to leverage a piece of technology to streamline something that cuts, you know, five minutes off their delivery time for whatever it is they do. And that multiplied over the year, like, wow, we saved a lot of time, therefore a lot of money, and we're able to increase our level of service to our customers just by in introducing this little app or this little gadget that you know helped us do x y or z or and, and these are the kind of things that we really want um, to to expand upon it's those those things that are implementable for small businesses um which have obviously been derived from the big shiny things we see where oh that's cool i, I want to go in that or i want to have a go at that um but um you know on a day-to-day -day basis where are those elements that we can use 
And that's going to be the fantastic thing about the digitized diaries. We're going to be talking about all of those things each episode, and we're going to be shining that spotlight and we're going to be looking for examples in our local communities. And even in my own local community here, there's, there's aspects and examples of digital transformation starting to happen. And it's great that we're getting questions. We're getting some information coming in through our listeners today, which is really, really fantastic. Uh, And we had one come in just a couple of moments ago. I'm an EPOS engineer and innovation in technology and the quality of service techniques in the hospitality industry, especially since COVID has been incredible. That is a fantastic comment. And thank yeah, you for it that. Is, it is brilliant. And thank you for sending it in. It's, and it's, again, it's just further information and, and evidence that it's happening across industries, you know, and, and it doesn't really matter what you do and, and where you do it and who you do it for. There are, there are going to be elements of digitization, digitalization, streamlining and optimization creeping in, uh, in certain ways. And, uh, and hopefully, like I say, we can, we can welcome it with open arms, uh, and, and roll with it. For sure, for sure. And it's great to hear those examples uh, where it's starting to happen, particularly in the hospitality sector as well. I mean, the hospitality sector was hugely impacted as a result of COVID-19. You know, a lot of restaurants and bars and cafes had to close. And, you know, really that sector, you know, has struggled an awful lot. So, you know, if they can find ways to implement uh, new technologies and digital transformation elements within their organizations, I think it's only going to help. Uh, absolutely. And there's pioneers in, in each of these areas that are showing how to uh, embrace this and, and make those changes. Um, like you said, in many cases, they were forced into it um, over the last couple of years as, as the entire world was effectively forced into the digital world, the screen and whatnot, wherever and whatever you were. Um, it, it's, it's, it's sort of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's increase the speed of how we're looking to adopt this. I can't think of the word at all and uh, accelerated. That's the word I'm looking for. <laughs> it's accelerated our, um, you know, the, the ability to do this because we were forced into that. And as more and more people spent more time in the digital world, whether it was as a student or as a working professional, we are looking at our ways of, oh, well, that's a cool bit of kit that allows me to do this. Zoom, again, as a, as a primary example, just went ballistic, didn't it? Because it, uh, it allowed us to communicate when, we were in a time of, well, I can't physically come and see you and I can't go and see my customers. And they adapted and they evolved and we got more used to uh, engaging and communicating with a business through technology. And again, people were like, I don't like it. And then there were other people that this is brilliant. It saves me so much time in travel. I don't have to do this. We can get right to the point. Internal communication was improved because we weren't spending three hours in a meeting that really could have done in 30 minutes. Um, and the technology allowed for that. Um, and, and again, people will argue, was it the technology? He said, well, you can say, well, it's not the technology. It was people just became more succinct, but it really focused in on that. And now a lot of businesses post-COVID have kept some of those processes. Yeah, what internal communication and internal meetings, 30 minute max, do it on Zoom or Teams or whatever it is you're using. Uh, and I've seen productivity increase. And so it's it's interesting. Yeah, and it's definitely been a fantastic conversation today, Barry. And I think this is a flavor of what people can expect uh, from the Digitize Diaries. We're going to be talking all things digital transformation. If this is something that you're interested in, that you 
want to know a little bit more about it, then please do keep an eye out for upcoming episodes of our live podcast. And if you're listening over on the replay and you've enjoyed this episode today, do reach out to myself and Barry, uh, connect with us on LinkedIn. If you've got a question, uh, we'd be only too delighted to pick that question up and discuss it, have a conversation about it and see how it can help your business. But before we finish up today, Barry, let's take a moment and talk a little bit about our own digital transformation when it comes to our own platform, CoBabble. And for those people who are maybe listening in uh, today, picking this up on the replay, who don't know anything about CoBabble, give us or give them the elevator pitch of CoBabble. So the elevator pitch is, uh, well, it's, it's a digitization platform, uh, which uh, will now clue people into why we're doing the digitized diaries uh, and so forth. But it's, it's an interesting journey that we've been on and part of that that we'll share over the coming weeks because we built CoBabble for a different reason um, and we built it for um, sharing our, our cyber safety content with parents and, and students to help them stay safer in the online world. Then COVID happened, schools shut down, they were a target audience and they no longer could purchase it. So during the two years of COVID, we did the uh, the inevitable COVID pivot and, uh, and realized that actually the platform that we had built would allow businesses to um, join the digital era um, rather easily. Um, so we helped or are helping businesses to streamline some of their processes around things like checklists and forms and audits and, and the ability to, to check in and check out with our, uh, with our technology just to allow for a safer working environment in some cases. Uh, we're on the health and safety side of things. Uh, a more informed environment because the ability to share information in a secure environment that goes no further, um, we, we sort of tapped into that. And streamlining processes so that data could be collected in real time and shared within the business. Uh, and we've seen some of our clients really uh, enjoying that. So that's the, the nutshell elevator pitch. It's the digitization platform to help streamline your business processes. Um, um, and uh, and we've seen some really interesting use cases um, so far, and we'll expand on those in later episodes, I'm sure. Um, but the whole process and the whole purpose of what Cobab is is to is to help businesses, small, medium, and enterprise level as as well, uh, to to really start tap into the the whole digitalization and digitization process, uh, one small step at a time. Yeah, and I think that's the fantastic thing about CoBabble. There's so many different features in the CoBabble toolbox uh, that can help companies and organizations. You mentioned the checklist, the audits, the forms, the check-in and the check-out, the ability to upload your training material in video format, in podcast format, also in PDF, but also to create your own internal uh, courses and training and development material and make that available to your employees in a mobile-first application. Uh, and it's readily available on all smartphone devices and people can download it from the app store and get access to their content, which is fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. And we had a meeting or I had a meeting yesterday with our Scandinavian division around exactly that, that CoBabble has so many uses and what they're looking to do in Scandinavia is to just come at it from a, a, a specific angle uh, to, to help their businesses there with specifics. Uh, so rather than looking at the full Remit, which again we'll expand upon over the, the coming weeks of, of of these particular lives and podcasts. But it is about um, helping businesses to be as effective as they can be when it comes to some of their operational procedures uh, and wherever we can help with that. Um, we, we think CoBabble can fit into multiple multiple places, but we'll we'll talk about each and every one of those over the next coming weeks. 
We will. So if you're looking at any more information initially on Cobabble, just stop by cobabble.com, uh, check out the website. And if you've got any specific questions on how it can help your business or organization, please feel free to reach out to myself or Barry on LinkedIn. And we'd be delighted to do a demonstration with you and your company. Look, Barry, it's been a fantastic first episode today. I'm glad all of the technology worked out for us today. <laughs> and it's great to see that we had some participants in our live today asking, questions, giving us some feedback, giving us some information in relation to digital transformation that they're seeing in their world. So that's really important. So hopefully people will come back. People will join us again on our next episode. I know we're coming back this Thursday and we're going to be doing a LinkedIn audio event. So please do keep an eye out for that. We're going to be going live on LinkedIn audio. What's the time, Barry? Mm, good 12. question. <laughs> if you're in the Middle East, it's going to be 12, I believe, and 4 p.m. UK time, I think is what we agreed. No, that must be the other way around then. For 12 p.m. in the UK, 4 p.m. Yes. in the Middle East, because yes. we're four hours late. Yes. You see? <laughs> I've even confused myself. So yes, yeah, so, so we're going 12 UK, 4 PM uh, Middle East. Uh, yeah. We're going to be back. Yeah, we're going to be back. So once again, folks, thank you so much for, for joining us uh, on this episode today. Uh, we'll be coming back very soon with another episode of the Digitized Diaries. But before we finish up, Barry, I'm going to leave the final word to you today. Thank you very much, Wayne. It's been a pleasure. I really enjoyed this uh, opportunity to talk about what the Digitized Diaries is all about. And thank you, everyone else who's tuned in today. Hopefully, we'll catch some of you further down the line. Uh, and as we said earlier on, if any of you are involved in the, the digital transformation game, drop us a line. Find us on Twitter. You can see our handles at the bottom. Check out Cobabble on LinkedIn. Uh, drop us a line. Um, we're, we're pretty easy, outgoing people. We'd love to hear from you. It genuinely is, genuinely is about us learning and also being able to share some of that information with people out there to help the whole digitization process, which is inevitable, go as smoothly as possible. Thanks for listening into this episode of the Digitized Diaries with your hosts, Wayne and Barry. We hope you've enjoyed this conversation and deep dive and today's learnings can help growth for you and your business. Don't forget to hit the subscribe so you get notified when the next episode is available. See you next time.